Welcome to Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. What's up, Stronger Nation? This is your host, Danny Cole, and with me is none other than the styling, profiling, <laughs> Honda driving, jet flying, kiss stealing, real estate dealing, Blake Barber. That's me? That is you, oh baby. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm like, I got a big S tattoo on my chest. Man, Rick Flair it. better step aside, baby. Hey, look, what's up, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stronger Than Failure. We love you, and we appreciate you, and we are glad you're here. And you know what today is? It is Winning Wednesday, so we're going to bring to you another great show. we got another phenomenal entrepreneur on the show today. Now, this man is going to be its going to be moving, Blake. It's going to be amazing, dude. I can't wait. Dude, not only is this guy a great father, a great husband, he's an entrepreneur, he's also a cancer survivor as well. No. Yes. And he's good looking. He's, man, he's got a face just, for radio. I have the face. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's <laughs> I got a face for radio and a body. I'm sorry. You do. You do. <laughs> But today on today's show, we got the owner of Precision Pest Control, Jim Laster, on the show. So it's going to be amazing. But before we jump into the show, Blake, what's up, dude? Man, I got nothing going on. Very exciting. You know, I got a what? little bit of a new business I'm getting started. And we'll talk more about that later on when I get it fired up. But You kind of got me excited. I don't know. Well, hey, calm it down. All right. Calm it down. Dial it back. All right, but back here's what we would like to know is, you know, because I noticed the first thing I noticed when I walked up this morning this morning, this afternoon, <laughs> this evening, whatever the hell time it is, was that you have uh, been hitting some weights, you've been doing some diet or something, Danny, so I would like for you to just give us a real quick review of what you're doing physique-wise, because the dad bod is now looking like... Uh, dad 2.0? Day, baby. Uh-oh, I'm improving. <laughs> uh, dude, like I said, I told you, I've been working out for about a month now, right? Been going to Bodyplex over there in Sharpsburg, which has been pretty good. Um, I think, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, Jim Stefani or whatever from um, bodybuilding.com. He's got his workout program. Oh, that's, a, that's the uh, tattoo guy, right? Yeah, dude's tatted oh, up and shredded. Yeah. You can't see what he looks like with all those tats. The dude's a rip, bro. That's how what can I you see. tell? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, that, from the pictures, he looks a lot better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I want to get like this. <laughs> so anyway, I'm following that program. Um, my diet's not really changed a whole lot. Just working out more, so I'm burning more calories and running. Mm. But um, start taking like the CBD oil about a week ago as well. And so I don't know if that's helped out, but I'm... As far as with the bloating or whatever, mm -hmm. but I showed you that picture earlier, dude. Y'all look like a freaking balloon. I was like, man, what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so now somebody poked a pin in my belly and it's, yeah. that bod's leaving, baby. Yeah, I'm getting the Blake Barber bod. No, no, no. Blake has uh, been lazy this week, but I'm I'm very impressed. With, yeah, I appreciate uh, the it. Physique. That makes me feel yeah. good. It looks. I can't. I can't wait. Later on tonight, I can't wait to see you naked. Hey, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you won't hear that very often. No. That's speechless. <laughs> I was thinking about naked shooting pool. I was like, man, what? It's going to be a wild night. <laughs> All right. Well, look, without further ado, let's jump into the show. Everybody's let's like, jump. what is going on? Let's jump. All right, folks. Get ready for a great show today. We have got the owner of Precision Pest Control, Jim Lassiter in the building. This man is amazing. I've known this man for over 20 years. He does a service at my house, so we'll go into more of that later. But, Jim, dude, welcome to the show, man. Hello. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. Real quick, guys. Uh... The word on the street is you guys used to wrestle together. Is that? And I just heard that in the same high school. Oh yeah. That uh, he used to. Jim, spank tell us where. Well, I spent more time on suspension I think. <laughs> <laughs> than wrestling. But 
All right, I didn't mean yeah. to uh, steal oh, your no, thunder, man, but I thought that was a little bit of uh, interesting trivia there. No, it was cool. Yeah, we both went to Creekside, you know, graduate, graduated just a little while ago, you know. Yeah, but we graduated there. We both wrestled on a wrestling team, so I've known them. Like I said, I graduated in 97, dude. It's been a while. Yeah, so. I graduated in 99, but not from Creekside. Uh-huh. Alternative school? Oh, similar. <laughs> it's a, uh, a cheaper version of a Christian school. Still. Oh, uh, the cheap Christian school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By affordable, affordable, affordable. There I we love, go. I like yeah. the name. You know, I what? like the name. And and I got his bio. And this one thing, as far as with his business, which you're gonna love, that we'll get into that here in a minute. But yeah. um, you're gonna love how, like, his whole business motto as far as affordability, like mm-hmm. what you've got. So you're gonna dig this. I do. I'm already excited. So Jim, first, dude, tell everybody, man, what is it to, that you do? Um, I mean, we do th- something that a lot of people do in my industry. We provide pest control, termite, mosquito control. Um, wildlife and rodent control inspections we do a lot of work with real estate agents um, both commercial and residential now as far as like real estate agents go like what do you do there because I'm not sure well I mean the whole idea just to start it this way is is I had this idea that that if you could build a company that relied solely on its word-of-mouth referrals reviews it kind of kept service a priority it made you, you, you knew where your next check was coming from. You knew how hard you had to work to make sure that it kept coming in, you know. Um, so that's kind of where, where that goes. Gotcha. Now, as far as uh, with the real estate agents, I guess you're taking care of their clients that so they're giving you a call if they got, they're trying to sell a property and got to have the termite inspection or the service done or they want that in the contract? Yeah, I mean, the agents, they have kind of the same frame of mind that we do is, is their business is built on referrals, word of, word of mouth reviews, things like that, where it's, just, it's a lot, uh, it, you know, my business is built the same way. So I think we kind of work, work well together. Gotcha. So pretty much your business has grown from word of mouth referrals and, and just that nature there? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I do some form of marketing, um, but it's usually to support those in my community more so than to to build my business. Now, yeah, that's very interesting. If I can cut you off, can can I can you elaborate on that a little bit? I, I've not. I don't think I've heard that that frame of reference before. Well, I mean, some of some of my marketing budget goes to to local schools, and mm-hmm. you know, customers of mine that have kids and, and teams and things like that. They put banners on on the on the the fields and things like that, and they, you know, the the money we use it, it goes towards their uniforms or travel, whatever it may be. Interesting. Now, do you have a way to measure your feedback off of that type of marketing? No, I, it doesn't matter to me, really. Really? Because you're already there anyway as well, far I mean, as I, how I busy like, you are. I feel like rather than putting something in a, in a magazine or a, a newspaper, I don't really know what I'm getting from that. But I, by supporting people that support me, I feel like I know where I'm getting. Right. Interesting. So even though, even if you may not even get anything off of it as far as a business, you're still putting money into the community. Exactly. That's a now, great idea. That is, and I also like what you said that you're giving back to people who, who support you. You support yeah. others that support you. And that's, and that's just huge. one form of things. I mean, there's other things across the board that, that we try to do locally, you know, if we can. So that is cool. Now, quick question. I want to know, like, one thing I've always interested with, like, entrepreneurs. Dude, did you always know you want to be an entrepreneur? And, like, how did this whole thing start for you? I feel like I did. I still don't know the route to get there, but <laughs> um, I felt like I've always wanted to do something where I was kind of more in control of, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because I don't like the way that some, you know, to be successful in some businesses, you ha you have to do it with different morals, and, you know, I'm just not about doing it that way. So yeah. what's your story from the start? I mean, were you were you working in pest control as a, as a young? No. <laughs> no? You could ask me 10 years ago. I'd have never known this was what I was doing. I mean, I started out out of high school, with, you know, in the fire service, EMS. Right. Um, Spent some years at the fire department, spent many years in EMS, mm -hmm. um, done some metal roofing, you know, that, that was probably one of, the, one of the better jobs I had, but that was at the same time when the economy kind of crashed, so it, it taught some valuable lessons then, too. Right. You know. um, at the same time, right after the economy did what it did, right. is when I kind of had my medical issues with cancer. You know. So yeah, can you go into that for just a uh, just a little bit of a detail? Well, I mean, it was it was a form of cancer that was curable, so I, it was really up to me. Mm -hmm. You know, the doctors had a plan. It was a rough plan, but you know, it was really up to me. Now, now, how were you diagnosed? What what sort of cancer was it? And how did it was testicular it? cancer? And so you started having symptoms of what pain? Yeah, well, it was more or less where it was at. The tumor was in my chest, and it it. Uh, Blood was backing up in my neck, my arms, things like that. That was the first sign. But it was also getting in my lungs, too. It was just We were treating it like it was the flu or bronchitis or pneumonia or something. Now, how old were you at that time? Uh, 27. So relatively young for... Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure, and, and statistically, that is. It, it, it I mean, was. And then it, it had the symptoms that you're describing for something that's, that's not even in that well, anatomical I, you area. You know what? I thank God every day, and, and I had a good support system behind me. Amen. And so, was it uh, chemo? Yeah, chemotherapy, no radiation. And now you're cancer-free. I am. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats on that, man. I hope. Amen. Yeah. And so, now how long has it been? You've been cancer-free for? Um, last year was ten years. Dude, so that's a blessing, dude. Amen. Congrats on that. Thank you. Now, I know one thing you and I talked about as far as like, you know, similar, kind of how you got to the business and doing what you're wanting to do as far as like is servicing, right? Because your whole family's always been in the business of serving. So kind of elaborate on that because, again, well, a lot of people, it just falls in their lap, but they're not sure how it kind of happened. But God's always got a plan. So I think as far as like with us and just serving and helping other people become better in whatever it is. Well, I mean, growing up, I mean, if you look at everybody across the board, I mean, my family's pretty a wide array of people. You know, but one thing they all kind of had in common was they're all, they like serving people. Mm -hmm. From being, you know, my dad was a captain at the fire department for 26 years. My mom's been at a nonprofit health community center for uh, over 30 years. My grandmother served lunches in the, in the high school and elementary school. I had two grandfathers that come from the military. You know, I have a sister that, that works for another nonprofit locally in Palmetto, the children's home. Yeah. Um, Dude, they've mean, been forever. I, I was surrounded by people who served people. Yeah. You know, my mom's big in the church. You know, she does a lot of mission trips and things like that. So now how did you find yourself into uh, in, in pest control? Indeed. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, my, my dad, you know, he retired, or he retired a few months early from the fire department to help me deal with my cancer. Okay. Mm -hmm. A few years goes by, he's man never been sick a day in his life. Walks into a hospital and he's got stage four colon cancer. Oh wow! So I, I took some time and tried to to be around, and um, once I was no longer needed to be around as much, 
I started looking for a job. It was just, I, I thought it was just, a, uh, you know, something along the way. You know, when I just took the ball and ran with it, felt like I could do it better and do it the right way. And, you know, the old school way, man, it's not, it's not the million dollar idea, but it's the, it's a honest idea. Sure. So how long did you work as an employee before you, you took that leap? About three years. And I mean, that, but I moved fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and the company I, I had to stop along the way with a partnership that just didn't work out and had to start from scratch about two and a half years ago. October this year will be three years since I started this company. I see. Now, questions for us. You know, you were with the other company for three years before you started on your own. How far into that journey with them did you know, look, I can do this better. There's some things they're lacking on that I can improve. How did, like, how far along did you know and then say, okay, I'm going to start working to creating my well, own business? Well, I mean, where I, you know, where I started, you know, it was a good company. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, they, but, but you, everywhere you go, you can see places that can be fixed. Mm-hmm. I mean, things that you can do a little better. You know, sometimes there's a reason why it fell apart to begin with, you know, and it's not anybody's fault. It's just how can you fix it? You know, and sometimes it's just being on a smaller scale. Once you get a bigger scale, it's hard to to have everything the same across the board. You know, mm-hmm. the type of service you're talking about. You know, whether he does it just as good as this guy over here. So do you have a plan for that? I mean, should you decide to grow into a bigger scale? Or, or do you well, intend to not do that? You know, the mold's always changing, man. You know, you can't really have a plan for, you can but the mode's always changing. I mean, as a small business, for me, one of the biggest hurdles, I think, is people. I mean, that's your biggest tool. Sure. And, you know, when one, when you lose one, when you gain one, the mode changes. You know, my role changes. I may move from doing this to mm-hmm. doing that. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid to be out there webbing houses and spraying houses, you know. But at the same time, there's times where I'm better for the company over here doing this which has nothing related to service work. It's more business. Right. You know, so the mold's always changing. I, you know, and it's, do I have a plan for it? No. You know, I'm trying to build it one at a time, you know, rather than go out and get a bunch of people, a bunch mm-hmm. of trucks, and just hope for the best, mm-hmm. you know, one at a time. You know, a lot of times doing that right there, when you kind of get overhead and buying all the trucks and doing getting all the employees is we're trying to rush it to rush the whole process man you're going to get the wrong people then if you got the wrong people that's out there manning these you know all these clients for you and you're gonna lose account so no a lot of times it's slow and steady that you know like you and i spoke earlier businesses that have been in business for a long time nine times out of ten they started slowly it's building little by little until you got that foundation built and then you start building that empire off of that because you've got the right people you've got the right morals and ethics that everyone's following in the whole company yeah because I know you and I spoke about, you know, you having um, hired different people to work for you and some working out and some not. Now, how do you go about finding the right people to work for you? You tell me, man. <laughs> Isn't that the answer we always get? <laughs> I thought that's why I was here. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I mean, if, if you're, I feel like if you surround your, yourself with the right people, they may fall in your lap. But, you know, the right people sometimes and the, and the pay don't, don't quite meet in the middle mm-hmm. you know sometimes you you have to find the right person that you can groom to be that person you know and sometimes it, it starts with no experience but you're trying to find those values you can't put a, a value on like character and honesty and and 
just personality, mm-hmm. you know, the, the type of person they are, what their ambitions are, what's driving them. Is it money? Are they money-driven? Are, are they family? Or do they want a work environment? For me, what drew, drew, what drove me wasn't even money. And it, it was it was being, working in a place where was comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, there, it wasn't stressful all the time. You know, and I felt like I could create that myself. But I couldn't guarantee that anywhere else, you know. So, so it's about creating that comfortable environment where you felt good about working where you work at. Yeah, and, but finding whatever who, when you hire somebody, I think you got to find out what drives them. What are they working for? Is it money? You know, is it that comfort? You know, is it to buy a new truck? Is it what drives them? Mm-hmm. Do they like they really like meeting people and talking to people. No, you're absolutely right. Knowing everyone's why with business, with relationships, with whatever it is. If you know their why, then you can know how to motivate them for one, but then you know if they're the right fit or not. Exactly. So, you know, if they're right. just constantly after money, then they might short step somebody to try to achieve more contracts. Where they're, if they're about business and relationships and that nature there, they're going to serve the client and help grow and build the business, you know, at a slower pace, but at a better pace. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. Absolutely. You had said something uh, just a second ago also that that really captivated me as far as uh, surrounding yourself with good people or like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's something we've all, we we discuss this almost every week. Yes. The the success, the the truly successful people, that's what they do. That's their their part of their. Yeah, and and that comes from all walks. I mean, you know, they don't always look like me, you, anybody else. I mean, sometimes what people provide you is, is more spiritual than, than it is business or, mm-hmm. or leadership. You know, it's you got to take something from everybody. Yeah, these right. As far as the people, the five top people you hang out with, like we always say, is the five people you hang out with is who you're going to be, who you're going to be like in the mm-hmm. future, right? right? So yeah, if you're hanging around people who are more motivated, who are business minded, that's what you're going to pick up from them. If you're around more entrepreneurs that are doing the marketing aspect or growing their business, you're going to pick up tips from all that. And that's one thing, dude, I love about this show is interviewing the entrepreneurs, seeing where they're at, what they're doing as far as their business, how to grow it, and then other entrepreneurs listening say, oh, dude, I can apply that to my business, I can do this, like talking with Jim right now, how to grow the right business, how right. to select the right people for their business. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it all starts with the person more than it is the skills or anything like that. I mean, character, I mean, if you're trying to build a business based on service, you gotta start it with honest people and good people and, you know, I mean, you go on, we're going houses for a living. You know, these are people it's your it's your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you come you know to my house mean? once every three months. So I mean, you got to trust them. You know, making sure they're doing what they're doing. They're driving your vehicles, and they're you're giving them a sense. There, there's a sense of freedom in our job. You know, you're you're out spraying houses every day. Mm-hmm. Nobody's looking over your shoulder. Now, kind of change gears just slightly, because one thing that. Um, as far as your bios, looking over, reading over things with you, and it's like right on point with Blake as far as the way he did his business and how he's got started and why he did, was you said you want to be affordable. You want to make where it's affordable for the average homeowner to have pest control, to take care of their house. And same thing with Blake, he wanted to have the affordable medic, you know, affordable health care for everybody. So, like, tell me a little bit more about that game plan. They're like, what was the whole model? Like, how did you do it? And how are things working, man? Again, the mold always changes, but in the beginning, <clears throat> I felt like it had to be overhead. I mean, I had to get rid of overhead to keep the prices affordable, you know, to be a startup company. And how did you do that? Marketing was a big thing. 
I mean, it is because you can spend, you can throw money at marketing all day long as a new company, especially because there's so many people asking for it, you know, mm -hmm. Hey, you, you should buy into this magazine or send this coupon out or, mm -hmm. or do there's so many different ways. Um, I think trying to keep that down in the beginning, you know, I went to a lot of digital stuff where I didn't have the print cost and stuff as mm -hmm. much. You know, it didn't, it wasn't much, but it saved, you know, $100 here, $100 there. You know, having digital where most of it was emailed anyway, so you save it to a Dropbox book mm -hmm. and you send it. What about the location, like, if, as far as I, this type of business? I worked out of my house. So you don't have to have a location for this yeah. type of business? I mean, I, I got a county license to, you know, work from home, mm -hmm. and that's, that's where I started the company. Now we're growing, so, I mean, we're moving into another building, but, you know, that that allowed because the first couple of years is crucial right you know absolutely for one gaining business and and sustaining business mm -hmm. and that's huge overhead cost savings yeah uh, i mean it's i think we can all attest to what it's yeah what it uh, during including now, now it's to the point mm -hmm. where location is costing me money because i'm not centrally located mm -hmm. that you know i need to be you know so it's probably costing me what it would cost for me to pay for a place Right. You know, just not being centrally located. I feel it kind of weighs out. And as far as building the business um, financially, because uh, I know a lot of people, uh, sometimes people will try to do it out of their own pocket. They'll try to save, 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 and then pay cash. And then some people use debt to their advantage. How have, how have you used? Uh, well, I mean, I, I definitely took the hard road, you know. And so I, that. Yeah. I mean, I... You know, my mom helped me out a little bit when I started the company, a uh -huh. small $5,000 loan. And, and really, you know, the company's built itself. You know, we're, we're, we're a decent sized company. You know, we're, we're managing, you know, but I mean, I'm fortunate. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that I've got the customers I've got, the family I've got, and the people around me I've got. I mean, I, you can't, you, I didn't build this myself. They built it with me. No I and team. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Now, as far as your services go, I know I get like once every three months, and I see uh, we've discussed it as well. Some people get every single month. Like, is one better than the other? Like, how does that work? I don't know. I mean, every company has their own programs. You know, right. I mean, I, 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 try to, I try to use products that last 90 days, which is why our programs are, 30, are, are three months. Okay. Now, you know, there's a, there's a lot of programs available, and they come in all shapes, forms, and sizes. You know, it's just... Here's what I say, pick your technician. You know, that's that's who you're stuck with. You know, if it's there's a lot of good companies out there, but they may have a bad reputation, and it's not because of the company. A lot of times it's because of the technician, you know. Yeah. So if, if you get one guy, and I've seen it, you get one guy that he really goes out of his way. Yeah, he might, he might be running late to his stops, but that's because he went the extra mile at the mm -hmm. last stop. You know, and customers are, are appreciating it. They're not calling back on them. They're things like that. And then you got another guy. He's just, you know, he's done in 10 minutes. Just cutting corners. See you later. Now, I do, that makes me think of a question. When you talk about the quality of the technician, um, I had uh, the uh, uh, termite control on my rental property. And when the technician comes around, I'm, I'm never at home. And it just so happens my dad lives right next door to my rental house. And so it just so happens he happened to be there and saw the guy get out of his truck, walk up to the house, do nothing, put a, a slip in the door for my bill. So now, just this is a liability question for me as a customer and not knowing anything about the business. Who's responsible for that should that house get termites? Well, 
the company is, and mm-hmm. it's all depends. It all depends on your warranty. You know, there's two different kinds of warranty really out there, and there's a repair and retreat, and then there's a retreat only. So it depends on on who on what kind of damage you get and mm-hmm. who's responsible for it. I see. Now they they should check the stations. Um, every station should be checked and should be checked as often as they need to be checked. You know, I if do you have termite stations around your house? Is that what it is? That's what they told me. I've, I've seen the drill holes, yeah. uh, but, you know, I haven't confirmed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you don't have termite stations, it could right. be that it was a liquid treatment. Mm-hmm. And they may come, may be coming to inspect every year, but they should be contacting you to let you know, you know, a, a scheduled day. No, I, come just, out. I get a bill after. And then I, I just found out recently, I think I was, it wasn't you, I was talking to somebody about you can actually transfer those termite letters to another company. Is that right? Yeah, well, there is, it's not transferable. They have... They have a no treatment warranty that some some folks are using, but I haven't used them a whole lot. Yeah. So I'm kind of stuck with that company, basically. No, not necessarily. I mean, there's some companies out there that will offer you, you know, deals on getting multiple services or just a termite service. Mm-hmm. Well, Blake, I know it's somebody always good to you. check around. He's affordable. He's I affordable. I can't, I can't I think wait to get the card. I am affordable. <laughs> I can't wait to get the card. <laughs> Yes, if you want to get these services done, Blake, I've got a friend. Don't worry. <laughs> Can't wait to hear. And real quick, you know, we're, we're getting a little close to end, but we're going. I want to go get you the plug in right now, and then at the end of the show as well. Now, Jim, so if somebody wants to get contact with you, man, about give them give them a heads over real quick as far as all the services that you do provide and how they can contact you. Well, I mean, our three biggest are, you know, termite control, pest control, and mosquito control. Now we do some some rodent control and. Like I said, we do a lot of inspections. We do a lot of stuff for real estate agents, both commercial and and residential. Nice. All right, so then how can everybody get in contact with you? Um, they can call our office at 770-755-7776, or they can check us out on Facebook or on the web. All right, and the Facebook or on the website, let them know what yeah, that just is. Precision Pest. All right, and then precisionpest.com? Yeah. Perfect. All right, everybody. So you got it right there. If and what all areas you serve? So people who knows we got it. Well, a wide range to where to keep at. it simple, we basically touch it. We we service Coweta and anything that touches Coweta. Okay, cool. Well, that's going to be a pretty big area. It is. So good deal. So yeah, if anybody if you're in the Coweta area or surrounding areas, this is your guy. It's going to be affordable. They would say come out every once every three months, correct? Yeah, I mean every house. You know, it just depends on what what kind of problems you're having. You know. Gotcha determines what kind of frequency you get. Now, there's some pest problems that require us to come out monthly. Some of them that, you know, like mosquito, it's a monthly service, but there's some interior bugs, too, that that require us to come out monthly. There's okay. some bugs that are just a one-time service, like flea and tick and fire ants and things like that. Okay, cool. So regardless of what it is, you can talk to them, give them a consultation, and boom, get it done. Exactly. All right. Well, do one thing I like to know as far as do with everybody's on the show. So I know you said that your family and you, as far as in servitude, like helping other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what is your wind with business and what keeps you motivated? Because again, you've, you've battled cancer, you've had to go through this, you've had the one, you know, busy you had to start over. This one here, you've got now. What is your why? Well, I mean, I have. A, there's a there's a large answer to that, but uh, give it to us. Really, I mean, it's it's for my family. It's for you know the future. I hope. Um, it, you know, I got to work somewhere. Why not work for myself? Mm-hmm. You know, and and do it right. And I don't have to be. You know, my little boy's five years old. I don't. I, you know, I'm not really at the stage in my life where I'm. I want to be a eighty hour a week work guy. 
you know what I mean? He's this is the fun time. Yeah. Now when he's out chasing girls, then I might I might <laughs> you know try to grow the business a little bit more. But you know, <laughs> right you, now I'm, I'm content. I'm blessed. I'm I'm glad to be where I'm at, and I'm you know I, I wouldn't have it any other way right now. I mean it's you know th- there's a reason everything happens, and it's going to happen when it happens, and I don't have any control over it. Dude, that's something I totally believe in. God's got his timing for everything. You know, we go through what we go through in life, but it's all for a reason. And we come to the connections and networking that we have with people, but it's all in God's timing, dude, with business, with everything. Right on. What else do you believe in? Here, here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, let me ask you another question. Like, what is your definition of success? Everyone's got a little different. different. Like, what is yours? Uh, To live a happy life. You know, I really... You know, I work to live, not live to work right now. Now there's going to come a time where that, you know, I have, I say that that's a, that's a broad statement. You know, obviously you own your own business. You don't, you don't just work when you want to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you work when you have to work and, you know, that's just part of it. Oh yeah. But I mean, to be happy, to live a good life and be content, I'm good with that. Dude, that, that's a great yeah, answer. Be a servant and try to be good to people. So according to that definition that you just gave, have you achieved success already? I mean, I'm happy. I think, you you know, you take small wins every day, you know. Very yeah, good. That's my same, same thing as with me. It's one thing I've looked at it. And I remember when I wrote my, um, my first book, you know, The Formula for Happiness and Success in Life. I had this one guy who makes a ton of money. He's like, dude, he said, you're not super successful. How do you got this book out for this? But I was like... Hell, dude, it's not all on monetary value, right? Right. Because to me, it's, it is it is ultimately about happiness. How happy are you with your life, with what you're doing, who you're spending time with, everything? And that's, to me, I'm super successful. Dude, I love every day of my life. Like I said, I get to hang out with you. get to hang out with Jim. I get to hang out with Derwin. It's the people you get to have in your right. life, that that's the quality of your life. That is success. Yeah. Some things will come naturally. You know, they, they, they usually come hand in hand with one another, you know. It's just how it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do things right, I feel like other things kind of fall in place naturally. Oh, absolutely. You know, it may not be now. It may not be five years from now, but at some point it will. Well, speaking of five years from now, dude, where do you see yourself in five years from now, like business-wise? We'll see. I we'll don't see? Know. Yeah. Well, see, I want you to put something out there because we want to interview you again to see where things are at. Because I... Sounds I can good. tell things will be big, dude. So, like, give me, like, a, uh, it can be just a quick, uh, this is where I would like to be at in five years. Where do you want to be? Um, I guess in five years I'd like to have another location open. And, you know, I mean, that's just the way the company's going. you got to embrace it. There you go. As much as you want to stay small. I mean, part, you know, the word of mouth things, you can't really, you can't stop it. I mean, because, so, you know, Danny referred, I can't tell, I can't tell you no, I can't do your service because i got too many customers right. that, you know, after Danny referred you. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna listen to Danny anymore. No. You're in the top three, baby. He's come to take care of you. <laughs> You're here. Can't wait. Check, please. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I appreciate y'all having me. All right, everybody. We just want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the family. Jim, again, real quick, dude. Let everybody know how they get in contact with you. They can check us out on Facebook. I mean, we get a lot of messages on Facebook, and you know, they can call our office. We have somebody that answers the phone probably more often than I pay her to. All right. (laughs) Good deal. So go to Precision Pest. Remember, everybody, we love you. And remember, you are stronger than failure.
Stronger Than Failure, where we provide you with in-depth interviews with entrepreneurs on their struggles, victories, goals, and how they got started. We also give you the best tips, hacks, and information on sales, network marketing, credit, and mindset mastery. Entrepreneur and author, Danny Cole. Stronger Than Failure. 